Dr. Terry Bedar is a leadership coach. She is a groundbreaking thinker and expert in the field of consciousness, personal growth, and the underlying forces shaping our world. She is the author of Flip Your Switch, a user's guide to a whole new mind. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on the show. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, more about your work and why you do what you do. I do what I do because I figured out something that I think a lot of people haven't quite put their finger on, and I believe it is essential for the future, which is understanding consciousness, which is not some woo-woo thing. It's awareness. What are you aware of, and how are you creating narratives from that awareness? And I have boiled it down in my book to two fundamental states of being, which is what I call war consciousness, where we think that the world is out to get us. Somebody has to win. We need to capture, contain, and control something or someone, and we have to win. And um, that is war consciousness. It is based in duality and conflict, both inner and outer. And then the other end of the spectrum is what I call love consciousness, which is a fundamental understanding of the interdependent nature of all things, be it business or life. And this is how we are complementary. And we, in love consciousness, we seek to comprehend, to understand the greater picture, the interconnections between different functions or processes and how they work together to create value for the greater good with in a constructive and creative fashion and that mindset that goes with it. So as a leadership coach, I figured this out. Now, I have to say, I've been working at this for 35 years and I started out in social engineering, studying the function of the unconscious mind. So that gave me a head start. Understanding how the unconscious mind works, what are the social and psychological constructs that regulate our choices that we don't really understand. And I worked for an organization that wanted to plug into those things in order to influence or manipulate certain parts of the population to make certain choices that were in their minds for the greater good. But that could be questioned, you know. So that's what I do, why I do it, um, because it makes people fundamentally happy to be in love consciousness. It makes them fundamentally successful. Uh, whether you are an entrepreneur who wants to create an awesome product or service, you're fun, you're going to come most likely from a place of love consciousness. Now, the minute you step in and you want to deal with an IPO or you want to deal with a venture capitalist and all of that, you've got to face war consciousness because war consciousness is ubiquitous in the world of work. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Most people think, oh, well, that's the way it is, but it's not. In the world of work, the transaction is beneficial to both parties most of the time. When we're in that state, we're doing well. Now, if we overfocus on profit, we fall into war consciousness and we start to calculate and manipulate how we can extract for our good regardless of the employees or the clientele. Now, that is an overfocus on profit. And that overfocus of profit makes people think, well, that's the way it is. No, actually, profit 
is a natural phenomenon. It stems from business that's being done well. It's a byproduct. It's a byproduct of a healthy transaction. That's the way the laws of nature work. The fruit on the tree. It's interdependent between the sun and the water and the earthworms and the soil and the nutrients. Like that's how we get apples. So we can't squeeze the tree more than it can actually produce. Now, can we help it? Yes. Can we augment its, um, its, let's say, profitability or produce, its yield? Yes, we can do that. But we can also kill it in the process if we over-squeeze it. And that's what that's why um, so many startups, because I work a lot in the startup sector, I, I work a lot with CEOs of social entrepreneurs, social, you know, social enterprises who want to do something to add value for the greater good in some shape or form. And so that's how anyway, I'm going on and on and you're just not saying anything. Oh, that's awesome. I, 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 I it. I, I appreciate you going on and and going a little bit deeper and just simply saying that you've broken it down into the love and the war and, and explaining it. It makes sense to me. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about this engineering, trying to engineer different scenarios and outcomes. And as a parent, you can. And I see parents trying to engineer their kids. And then I recognize that the work then, once the child is grown, is to unengineer all the BS and all the crap that adults try to put on them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and so much of that is understanding your, uh, the human mental, emotional landscape. Unfortunately, we are incredibly ignorant as humans about our emotional and mental landscape. So Mm -hmm. that's the first part of the book. We'll call it the basics of mind. It's not psychology. Uh, it's, it's, useful, applicable understanding, baseline stuff about how your mind works. And we're not going to go and I don't go into like brain science or anything that doesn't help anybody. It helps the academics. It helps the scientists figure out and go deeper into their expertise. That's great. We can lean into that and learn. I'm an expert. That's what I do. I read the stuff, but I wouldn't expect my clients to. That's what I'm there for. To give them the pithy instruction of how the mind works. This is what you need to know. How are your narratives getting in your way? What are the formulas like the the um, the happiness formula lie where you line up the right diploma, you get the right right spouse, you get the right car, you get the right job, you get the right title, you get the right dress size, you know, and you get the right handbag or whatever it is. And then you'll be happy. And that is a lie. And it perpetuates constantly, constantly, because there's every time you get one factor of the formula supposedly hypothetically right, another one pops up. And marketing and marketeers use this, uh, I mean, at nauseum to get to create need. And I say create need because there's needs that we don't actually really need that are being created. And then there are real needs that we do need that are being ignored. 
And if you're in love consciousness, you're going to go, you're going to have this understanding that, oh, there's a need right there. I can see it. Because you're in a state of understanding. You're in a state of comprehension. You're in a state of, of understanding how, how relationships work, how humans work. And then you can create products and processes that align with actual needs that, uh, that are not being addressed. And you can let go of trying to create needs just for the sake of profit. Is it safe to, or is it accurate that once I, as an individual, figure this out, then I can, for lack of a better term, scale it to, to an enterprise? Yes, more or less. But it does require now. Okay, so that's why I say things like you can't scale your company if you can't scale yourself. Hmm. You have to do it first, right? And so thinking, you know, I'm working with social entrepreneurs; they're my sweet spot, or L and D professionals in HR, in corporate, they're my sweet spot as well. And it's so you have to be able to create a higher level of consciousness. You know, uh, Einstein said, "No." problem was ever solved at the level of consciousness that it was created. So Mm. when you elevate to this new awareness, which is it's a larger awareness, and it's a deeper understanding of how the world works, how humans work, and what is fundamentally there to fold into not necessarily exploit, but fold into like riding the current, uh, or riding a wave that's already there. Um, So once you elevate, Um, you can do that, but there's a couple of things you have to bear in mind. Other people need to be educated, which is why I wrote the book. I can only coach so many people. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a passing on of this understanding of this basic education of what this is and how it works. And so you make the fundamental mind, the heart choice. Oh yeah. I'm going to basically lean away from the war conscious narratives and lean into more love conscious narratives, uh, which doesn't mean you become a doormat or anything woo woo silly like that. Um, no, you understand fundamentally how things work better on a lot and often on a larger scale. Right now I can identify whole industries that are screaming to be born for the future that are being ignored that are wonderful places for investors, entrepreneurs to look into, tap into, because we need them now. Things like anything to do with basically regeneration, regenerative medicine, regenerative agriculture, regenerative waste management, cyclical economies, there's also a pulling back of structure uh, on a macro level, economically, where we will go away from the pyramidal extraction model at all costs. The centralization of the extraction model is, is reaching a tipping point, which means we will have a sort of decentralization, deindustrialization of certain things where we start to use the technologies that give us great logistical abilities to decentralize. I mean, and what we're doing right now is a perfect example. We are in completely different areas physically, and yet we're creating this product called a podcast together. We're decentralized. We're using this technology called Zoom to 
create this podcast. And then you're going to go and you're going to post it in different uh, real estate online. So these are just examples that are that we've already accomplished. And we're going to continue to go in that direction. So the the love consciousness it's 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 happiness it's contentment it's just better it's way better and it's also more powerful you can have vision where you can't have vision if you're in war consciousness you're in your petty self you're sitting there calculating how can i make more money how can i make more hmm. money what do i need to do what's my next step what are my how to's if you're in love consciousness you sit back for a minute and you go what's needed where would i go from here what do I have that's my best uh, my best chance? Where's the low-hanging fruit that can get me to the next step? What do I need to invest in? What does the bigger picture look like? What is my purpose? What problem am I actually trying to solve? So you're actually thinking. You're in your right mind. You're actually thinking. You're creating. You're, you're, and, you're, and you're who do I need? What are the relationships that I need to develop in order to accomplish this thing that I want to do? Who can help me? Who do I know? It's comprehension over that stressed out being in the weeds state of mind that makes a lot of sense and it should have nothing to do with the amount of money i have no it doesn't some of my clients are very wealthy and some of them are not and i have a ongoing joke with some of them that are what I call karmic billionaires. Hmm. So I have entrepreneurs who function at a planetary scale. They're my clients, a couple of those. I'm talking uh, in over like functional in 120 cities worldwide. Okay, that's pretty big. For sure. Okay, now, that though they have invested everything into their growth, they are not VC backed. They don't want it. It's it's a hundred percent organic growth in less than a decade. What are they doing? Well, they're leaning into all of the questions that I was just talking about. All of the ones that all the open questions of who, when, how, where that I just threw out there. They're constantly leaning into that. Now, and they're constantly creating value and flipping that value to serve a community, which is then creating value, which is then flipping that value to create without necessarily monetizing, over monetizing. So they're stepping away from the pyramidal extraction model that we traditionally have inherited. But I mean, but for better or for worse, I have no judgment. It's just what that's just how we've been functioning for a couple hundred years. Now, moving away from it, they're going into this pod, kind of like these this pod connectivity, where it's a decentralization, and yet they're all connected. And and of course, technologies make this a lot easier. You couldn't do it 200 years ago. But now they can. Mm -hmm. They can have 120 cities working in tandem on the planet all over the world. So it's it's very feasible. It just you need to be in the right mindset because you can't fall into the normal trap doors of 
what it means to go out, get financing, come back in. How do we monetize? Monetization should not be your first and foremost um, idea. It's value creation and and how do you um, continue the ripple effect of value creation? And I say value, not money. Money is keeping the score. Money is stored energy. It is not value. We, I think it's a misnomer in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. Now, in the financial markets, we always refer to money as value because it's the financial markets. Mm-hmm. But in a regular company, we have to look at other kinds of value. What are you creating? How is it helping people? Who do you serve? How effective is it? What is your next step? How will they create value from what you've created? What is that value? Make sense? For the most part, certainly. <laughs> certainly. You've been doing this for 35 years. I've been doing it for about 18 minutes. Okay. Fair How enough. many <laughs> is it an unlimited, an infinite number of levels? It seems like if I've never engaged in this line of thinking, then simply engaging in the line of thinking and considering where I'm at would be a different level to go back to that Einstein quote. But is it, there's a trillion, there's six. Uh, what do you mean levels of, of me, uh, of me advancing up, getting closer to complete love consciousness away from complete war consciousness? Yeah. I mean, okay. Could be a dumb yeah. question. You could say that you could no. just say that. No, no, there is a spectrum. <laughs> And it's more of how we how we how we kind of go in and out of it on a daily basis as human beings, because it's tied to our mental narratives, to our emotional intelligence, to, um, you know, our physical wellness. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that are happening there, how much you can lean in and out of it. And also, you know, if you're a meditator, if you're not a meditator, big difference. If you are, you know, how you have trained your peptides, because your peptides will hold the thought pathways, Um, what experiences you have had in your life, Um, how easily will you let go of a belief system and adopt a new one and then keep switching, 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 switching. We have every human being has limitations, but it is a fundamental switch, meaning if I'm in war consciousness, I cannot create things that I would create in love consciousness. My mindset is too small. Mm -hmm. I'm in the weeds. Mm -hmm. I'm probably frustrated and banging my head up against the wall being like, why won't the computer do it? You know, like these kinds of things that we get into where you're, you know, that you're in fundamental war consciousness because you just can't get out of your loop and you think that it's the computer's fault or something. So you have to, shift out of that now how well you train yourself how uh, how much you understand and you educate yourself how do you find a coach like me how do you read a book like this um they're fundamental principles that i have boiled down over 30 years i spent 10 years writing the book so that anybody can use this if you're bagging groceries or if you're elon musk it's the same thing i think that that's so exciting 
going through the frustration with the computer, what was going through my head is that that will more often than not, and this has certainly been me throughout probably the majority of my 20s, is then I'd cope and I'd, I'd drink too much or I'd eat too much or I'd just I'd screw around and watch TV. And so there's so many opportunities from where I'm at now to listen to you and say, wow, I'm going to be able to to take so many positive steps in the direction of being happier and towards this love consciousness. And as somebody who wants to improve and get incrementally better, I see just massive opportunity. Now it's a life's work for sure, but I think it sounds like it's a lot closer than, than maybe people think. It's a journey and it's a, it's, it's a fundamental choice. Being at choice is incredibly important Hmm. here. Knowing you know, educate yourself. The book is in three parts. One, the basics of mind. Two, how to shift. Three, this is what's available to you once you embody, embrace this process. And I can only coach so many people. That's why I wrote it. You know. I love it. Well, Terry, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? And where can they get their copy of Flip Your Switch, A User's Guide to a Whole New Mind? The book, Flip Your Switch, A User's Guide to a Whole New Mind, is on Amazon. That's the best place to go right now. It is not yet in the bookstores. Uh, It's only been out for a few months. You can find me for my coaching practice at whitelilycoaching.com. You can find me also, I have some new online real estate, which is loveconscioushuman.com, where I plan to be doing group Q&A sessions around the book uh, for people who want to come along and ask questions like, what did you mean by this? You know, to deepen their understanding, um, to develop themselves. Um, Where else can you find me? Definitely on LinkedIn. Dr. Terry Abadar on LinkedIn. And you can find me on Instagram, Dr. Terry Badar one on Instagram. That's mostly it. I'm on a lot of other things too, but those are the ones I look at most. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Terry your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up your copy of Flip Your Switch, A User's Guide to a Whole New Mind on Amazon. I'll link that in the notes. Go to whitelilycoaching.com. Check out Love Conscious. If I could read read my own handwriting, what is the last one there? Loveconscioushuman.com. I didn't write that. I can't possibly say human. Loveconscioushuman.com and then find her on LinkedIn and Instagram as well. I'll link all those in the right. notes of the show. It, 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 it is Dr. Terry, T-E-T-E-R-I, Badar, B-A-Y-D-A-R. Thanks again, Terry. Thanks. Until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best. <laughs>